Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Halloween Screamathon. This is year two of this, uh, the beginning of Allentown Presents, the network. Uh, this is what I started on and dragged my wife and all my friends in with. Uh, it, it's fucking amazing. So, like, every episode I'm going to say something like, I'm very glad to be back, guys. So, thank you so much. So, yeah. So, today's episode, uh, we watched, is actually a double feature for Tales from the Crypt. So, it's Demon Knight and Bordello of Blood, the movies that came out in the 90s. 90, what, 95 Hi. and 97 or 8? Sure. Yeah, in the 90s. So this is episode five of the Halloween Screamathon. Um, ah, I'm, I'm just, I'm pumped. We're a year old, Katie. Yep. Fuck. Oh. Ah, it's so fucking good. So um, I don't know if you have any memories of these movies when they came out. I watched these way too early because oh. uh, we had HBO back in the day. So I was watching boobies and stuff. And I watched the scary movies because HBO had a lot of scary movies back in the day. So I watched these when they came out on like I watched Demon cable. Knight like six months ago for the first time. And oh. I watched <laughs> Bordello of Blood last night. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, These movies are amazing. Uh, Demon Knight is my personal favorite. Bordello Bud has some... I like Bordello of Blood better. Yeah, it has some cool points to it. Uh, but I love Demon Knight. It's fucking great. So uh, you want to start like chronologically? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, we'll start with Demon Knight. Uh, this movie came out in 1995. It's horror comedy. It's it's a it's, mix. It's from Tales of the Crypt. So, if you ever yeah. watched any of Tales of the Crypt, you understand exactly what this movie is. Yeah. So, uh, before we get deep into the story and stuff, um, we'll just give like a brief overall just summary. Uh, so, um, there's a drifter named Frank Breaker. He is keeping a key away from very bad people. Billy Zane, he's bad. Always. Uh, keeping him away from demons. Demons are trying to get this key from him. That's it. And he's trying to fight it off, and it's kind of a siege situation. He's in this hotel with, like, eight or nine other people, and they're trying their best to stay alive. And that's the story before we get deep into it. He's uh, the knight fighting the demons. Yeah, demon knight. Um, seriously, I would give demon knight a, a serious chance. It, it's pretty fucking good. I, I like it a lot. So, uh, I know I watch a lot of crap, scary movies. This one's good. It's not super scary. It's it's solid. Like I said, like Katie said, if you've seen a uh, Tales from the Crypt movie or episode, actually, on HBO, that's or it. Fox. I watch reruns on Fox. Yes. Uh, it's an extended episode of Tales from the Crypt, honestly. It's like, yeah, it's an hour and a half. Yeah, it's like three episodes, honestly. It's it's fucking amazing. It's good, though. This, this, these are good movies. Yeah. Okay. Surprisingly so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually. That's actually, yeah. It's on the, on the head. So, uh, Frank Breaker. We'll, we'll do a broad one because we have two episodes to go over. Uh, so, Frank, uh, the whole gist of this situation is he's on the run from this dude named The Collector. It's Billy Zane. And Not The Collector from the other collector. But? <laughs> with the bugs and shit. <laughs> I forgot. Not that dude. Uh, Different collector. Oh, uh, we're going to watch a collection later. Oh, I'm so excited. So, uh, the collector's chasing down... F uh, I'm going to call him Breaker because his first That's name That's what is he goes by. Frank is stupid. So, Breaker. Breaker's on the run from this guy. And uh, he... They're in New Mexico and they crash these cars and he runs into this hotel. Uh, motel. Motel's a cheaper, right? 
He's in a motel. And so uh, all these people are in there. The dude, the Sandman from Spider-Man 3 is in there. And, uh, Thomas C- Hayden Church. Yeah, CCH Powder is in there. And Jada Pinkett Smith is in Jada Pinkett is in there, not Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> She's like 20-something in this. Uh, yeah. They're all in there. And so he's, he tells them, like, hey, if this Billy Zane dude comes up, don't let him the fuck in here. He is a bad person. And he comes up, and he's like, he's a U.S. Marshal. And he's like, I need to find that dude because he's a murderer, and I need that key that he has on him. And they, they, he almost gets the key, and then they, you know, he knocks him out of the, the hotel, and he's like, no, that dude's a fucking demon, and he's sent from hell to get this key because if he gets this key, the world is hell is gonna end up on earth and he's like they're like what are you talking about yeah so it's like the internal struggle of the people inside like do they throw him out to get fucked or do they say help save him and save the world it's like the trope of every scary movie that takes place in a small enclosed area like one guy's got the answers do we trust this guy and everybody lives, or do we just say, fuck it, and maybe everybody dies? Yeah. Like, and uh, there's a few movies like that that I really appreciate. Uh, one feast that we're going to watch later, uh, the hero pops up at the beginning of the movie, and he's like, hey, I know how to take these things out. If we stick together, we'll be safe. And then the monsters eat them. And they're like, what do we do? And it's just all the people that shouldn't be alive having to survive. It's fucking awesome. In this one, Breaker's like, hey... I can keep them out, these monsters out, but if we all just stick together, we'll be fine through this night. Yeah. Which, that does not happen, because people no, are pieces of shit. because Thomas Hayden Church is in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a piece of shit. Um, I mean, I'm sure he, he's a nice enough guy in real life, but... Oh, I bet he's a Constantly sweetheart. in movies, he always plays that guy who's like, nah, fuck you, I'm gonna do what I can to make the most for me, and everyone else is just gonna, like... In, die. I don't care. In Easy A, he was a good dude. Yes. Because what's her face cheated on him. Yes. That's the only movie I can think of. He was good. <laughs> yes, he was good in that movie. That one movie. I mean, he was a good character in Wings. He wasn't a bad dude in Wings either. But Whew, I haven't seen Wings. But in he was a horrible person in George of the Jungle. Yeah. Oh, Lyle. He was a piece of shit. He got raped by a gorilla, so I think it's kind of even Stevens at that point. I mean, eventually he got raped by a gorilla, but not at the beginning. Like, he was a shitbag before that. And he was he, he a horrible... He was Sandman, so, you know, not a great dude in, Sp- in the Spider-Man universe. Not at all. <laughs> so, uh, there are tons of scenes where people are running. Uh, Breaker actually has a really cool power that he can do. Um, so, and this key, it's it contains this red cool liquid that looks like blood it might be blood it is blood and so if he drops it on a opening a doorway any type of opening it can block it off and these demons can't get through it and so he's like hey i can an enchantment if you will yeah right (laughs) two magic (laughs) and so he's sealing off two protection spell right he's sealing off the hotel in different spots every window every door is getting sealed off he sealed off the second floor just in case they have to run up there they're like hey at least they won't follow us up here um it's a whole situation and so billy zane realizes he can't get the breaker and so he starts enchanting and fucking with everybody else's minds because they're weak normal humans and so systematically he's picking at the people and then turning them into demons and then trying to Use them to get to Breaker. Fuck up all the defenses. And so little by little, the team gets smaller and smaller. CCH Pounder loses an arm. She explodes herself to save everybody. And so towards the end, it is Breaker and Geraldine. 
such Jada a Pinkett. such a country ass name, old Geraldine. And so Breaker uh, gets mortally wounded. So um, you Geraldine finds out that uh, <laughs> what's their names? They're the they're the guardians of the key. That's what their name is. And so it's kind of like they're immortal whenever they are in control of the key and they're trying their best to keep the key away from demons because when God created the earth, demons use seven keys to try to destroy God and like control the cosmos. So God created light, which scattered the demons and the keys across the universe. So the demons have used all this time to grab six of the keys. And lo and behold, the seventh key is on earth. And With Breaker. Yeah. And so in World War One, his commanding officer told him, like, hey, I got fucked up by this demon. You got to take this key. You're in charge now. And so he gives it to him. He gets all these memories. And so it shows a memory of Jesus Christ being crucified and this demon trying to steal the key. And this, like, um, thief uh, sees the demon get burned by Jesus's like blood as it reaches over. And so the thief is like, Oh, that blood hurts you. Fills up the key with the blood and scoots off. And so the eternal struggle starts. And so Geraldine realizes that she is next in line to be the guardian of the key and be in a constant struggle and a whole lot of running in her life. And so Billy Zane is like the whole movie. Billy Zane has been hitting on, Jada Pinkett, the whole movie, he's like, I love you, you're beautiful. Be my demon queen, and then we can, like, live forever happy. And so, towards the end, he dumps all the blood out of the key. And he's like, because it hurts him if he touches it. So he dumps all the blood out, and he's like, cool, the key is normal. Puts the key in the briefcase, and he's dancing with Jada Pinkett, like, I love you so much, I'm going to turn into a demon so fast. Lo and behold, Geraldine took a big old swig of the blood, so she's got Jesus' blood in her mouth. And Breaker Blood and every other dude that's been in charge of it spits the blood into Billy Zane's eyes. Their eyes are actually the weakness of the demons. Billy Zane explodes. And so Jada Pinkett fills up the blood with Breaker's dying body or dead body at this point. Fills it up and she goes off to keep walking. And so at uh, the end of the movie, she ends up at a bus station. She hops on the bus. She looks around, drops a drop of blood on the opening of the bus, the door. And the dude's about to close the door. A hand comes in and stops it. And he opens it. And the guy walks up to the door. It's uh, this black dude in this like trench coat, sweet-ass music. He looks at the door. Looks up and down. Looks at the dude. He's like, nah, I'll take the next bus. And then the bus is driving off. Geraldine looks at the demon. The dude, he's most definitely a demon. Like the next one to chase her down. And they look at each other. And he's like... You know, he, like, waves to her. He's like, I'll see you soon. And then he starts whistling the Tales from the Crypt music as he starts walking in the same direction as the bus. And so sooner or later, he'll catch up to her, and then it'll be another fight. So hopefully she wins. Uh, this movie's awesome. It's a really cool story. Uh, it kind of caught me off guard with the whole, like, oh, this key is full of, like, Jesus blood, and you got to keep it safe. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? This is cool. Uh, Kidney was like, this is fucking awesome. There were demons in it and stuff. Um, no, it's awesome. What'd you think about it? I thought it was a really good movie, um, and I was disappointed when we finished it that there wasn't a sequel made, that they never made a sequel with Jada Pinkett and her running from the demon, um, the guy that they chose to be the demon at the end. 
or you know a continual amount of demons like i would have really liked a series of movies watching her like essentially buffy the vampire slayer yeah. but buffy like geraldine the demon slayer like <laughs> like that would have been a really cool story that that i wish that they would have done um but you know it's tales from the crypt so like i'm sure they didn't have any money to do this oh yeah so this was actually going to be the part two of a trilogy of movies so that's why in bordello of blood you see the key pop up real quick so the key was going to be just in all of the stories not necessarily the same world even though the key doesn't do the same shit no it's just the same prop was going to be in all the movies Got but it. then the producers saw that this movie was like this story's pretty fucking good it was a really good story move this up to be the first one they're like okay and they moved it up and so that's why that one came out first and i'm very happy it did it was no, amazing. it's really good, and I wish they would have made another one. I mean, they could still make it. Jada Pinkett still looks great. Yeah, she looks amazing. They could, you know, move it up so she's aged however many years, you know, 30 oh, years. Oh, that'd be so been, cool. She's, she's been, just been fighting running. off demons for 30 years because the other guy, uh, Breaker, had, had had it since World War One. so it's, like, not a huge stretch that she would be still carrying it 30 yeah. years later. They could make one of those now, and it'd be fucking great. And oh. Even if she wasn't really interested, if it was something she wasn't necessarily interested in, they could get her in for the first couple of minutes, and, like, she dies with her partner passes and it passes off. it on to whoever, you know, no-name or big-name person that they choose to be the next person, and then that continues on the story. Because it was a really cool story. Like, demons are hunting after this thing, and the one guy's got to protect it and save it. It was... Very, there are similar storylines to this yeah. in Supernatural. Oh, um, I bet. <laughs> with demons. They don't necessarily all go after one thing, but there is a whole bunch of different items in Supernatural that can like cause demons all sorts of problems. And they're continually chasing after these items, trying to make sure that the boys don't get them. So. Oh, yeah, because the boys just fuck with stuff. <laughs> and murder demons, yes. They're, they're habitual... Fuckers of things. Fuckers. <laughs> of things. I'd be pissed if, like, is that a Winchester over there? Pfft, I'm out, man. He gonna do something stupid. Did one of them die? He gonna come back. Yeah, come on, he, keep on walking. Keep on he walking. Ain't dead. He ain't dead. But keep we can walking. kill the other one. He's he's he ain't dead. He, he's by himself. Nah, nah I ain't touching him. I ain't, ain't touching dead. him. <laughs> if one of them's dead, the other one's half demon or half angel, and I ain't fucking yeah. with it. Nah, yeah, they did nah, some nah, stupid nah, ass nah, deal. Nah. Yeah, they nah. did some dumb they ass some deal. Dumb shit. <laughs> Walk away. Nah, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Fuck them. They yeah. said they're gonna try to kill God or something. Nah, nah. I'm out. I'm out. They nah, fucking around over there. <laughs> How were there any lackey demons? Is really like 15 <laughs> seasons in, and there's still demons that are willing to do the devil's bidding. That's it doesn't make shit. any sense because, like, three seasons in, watching the Winchesters just demolish demon after demon after demon, right. I'd have been like, mm, yeah, the Winchesters on that uh, fuck shit over there. I'm out. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go like. I have a farm. Like, did he I, say I, they were gonna try to kill God? Did he just say, <laughs> "Get the fuck out of here"? What the fuck am I gonna do? I'm just a normal, like, low-level demon. What the fuck am I gonna do? They're talking about killing God over there. Yeah. Like, it's just something to do. Like, hey, you want to eat an apple and kill God tomorrow? Mm. Like, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, fuck us. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> but yeah. A lot. So, uh, there was no like budget for it, and this movie was weird because. They made two versions of it. So they made one with the demons in it and then one without the demons. And so they had it set up like Billy Zane was in control of like a cult. And it was just normal people trying to get the key. Huh. And so 
Uh, that would have fit better with the Bordello of Blood, yeah. like, sequel. Like, it would have been... You could have pushed it in if they played, like, that Billy Zane's character was, like, Lestat, like, the king of the vampires, yeah. and it played into the other vampire in Bordello of Blood or whatever. Like, they were somehow related or yeah. king and queen together or whatever the fuck. Like, figured some shit out there, but it makes sense that they... I liked it that they changed it to demons rather than it being yeah. what normal people. And so Universal saw like they had a decision to make. They're like, do we just go with normal weird people with in, dressed in black with sunglasses on, or do we just do demons? And so they gave them a little bit more money, like just make them demons. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why there's not a ton of demons on screen at once, or like up close they look really good. But it's like you know, oh, I'm far away. Cool, I can look like shit because I'm not yeah. like the on ones screen. up close. You're probably seeing the same like three people up close yeah. when they do up close demon shots because they only wanted to do makeup for three people. Yeah, so like, oh, you way over there. <laughs> That's my guess. Shit. I don't actually. You can know, look stupid as I hell over there because you just jiggling. That's all you doing. Just <laughs> just dancing in front of the door. Yeah. Uh, so there's no real budget for this movie, but how much do you think this movie made? Was it released in box office? Yes. I don't know. 1995. That was like the year of. Lion King. <laughs> For me, I'm like, um, shit, I don't know. Hell, 15 I don't know. Uh, not bad. It actually made 21.1 million. Oh, nice. This movie did great. And so that's, yeah, that's why they were like. That's a really good, that's a really good, um, box office total for a movie based on a TV show. Yeah. Like, Tales of the Crypt was really, really popular, but. You know, movies based off TV shows don't necessarily do well. Yeah. Um, just because a lot of people shit the bed. You give them a little bit more money and they just, like, all their creativity goes out the window. They're like, oh, shit, I can buy a Lamborghini now. Fuck this. Yeah, but usually with horror and sci-fi, they try their best when, oh, oh, we got actually got a bag of money? Hell yeah, I can, I, I can do this right. Like fucking uh, Firefly and Serenity. They got a movie, they're like, hell yeah, I will do what I can with this movie because it's all we got. Well, um, it took four years, and yeah, the reason they got... was a lot of effort. The reason they got... Yeah, they worked their ass off to get that movie. Yeah. This, I'm sure, was not a let's work our ass off to get this movie made. It was like, Tales of the Crypt is a popular series. It's been around for ten years. Like, let's see if they have any longer stories that they want to make into something big because we don't have any horror films on the horizon at the moment. So let's True. see... If they have any stories that could make a good horror film. <laughs> I'm sure that's more akin to what happened rather than it being like, oh, yeah, this is a great show. Like, it totally deserves a giant film. <laughs> like, that's, well, what the, that's what all the fans are clamoring for. Like, I didn't give a fuck about a film for <laughs> Tales of the Crypt. Like, I just like watching the creepy skeleton dude. Like, I just like the Crypt Keeper and his introduction to the stories. Right, and his and, like, shitty Ryan grade puns. Yeah, and the shit. And the short stories, the short like, boys and ghouls. Yes, I liked those. It was like a more adult version of um, "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" For oh me. man, so I for like, your approval. So I did like "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" and then would watch um, "Tales from the Crypt" with my parents, and it was just like a smooth transition because it wasn't really much worse. What type of sand did they throw in that fire? Salt or some shit. That was legit. Yeah. Every because me and Jasmine used to watch like Snick all the time. Yeah. You know, and we'd have like a, a a fucking oatmeal cream pie and like a 
I don't know, ice cream. What's the one? It's like, like a, it's like a sandwich. It's like an ice cream bar. A cookie sandwich. Yeah, a cookie sandwich. We'd have a cookie sandwich watching Are You Afraid of the Dark? And then, dude, throw that fucking sand in there. And I'm like, I want that sand. I don't want to throw that in no, fire. No, it was probably salt or sugar. Salt makes more sense for it being scary because salt is typically like what rids the house of or what rids spirits from things. So that would make more sense with the theme. Yeah. But sugar probably crackles better in the fire to make the like the thing that they did. So my guess is it was thick, like, uh, Jesus, giant grain sugar is my guess. Oh, okay. That was a pretty legit show. I miss that show. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, did you have any seven-word synopses? Or do you have an overall one we can do later? I do not have a seven-word synopsis for Demon Knight, unfortunately. I Give me a minute and I can come up with one. If you okay. got one, go ahead. We'll do it later. We'll do it later. No, I have one for the other film. I have a couple yeah, for the other so film. we'll do it at the end. But I don't have one for this film. <laughs> well, you just pick one. You can just do one for everything. We oh, do it like that. Okay. Sure, why not? Okay, so that leads us, ladies and gentlemen, leads us into... Bordello of Blood actually came out in 96. The year right after that. (laughs) That laugh, I loved it. Uh, Directed by Gilbert Adler. Hey, what movies did he do? He did Mm. a lot of different shit with a lot of people. And uh, this movie was written by, the story was by Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis. Hey, Otis, what what else did they do? They did the Back to the Future fucking trilogy. They did this movie. This was one of their first stories that they wrote, Bordello of Blood, because they were going to make like a weird exploitation film, smut kind of thing. And it, it just never worked out. They never found someone to do it. And then later on, Tales from Crypt's like, oh, shit. Damn, that looks kind of cool. A whorehouse with, with vampires? Hell yeah, we'll do it. And they're like, well, okay. And so, yeah. Because when I saw Robert Zemeckis' name pop up, I was like, isn't that the Back to the Future guy? And it's like, yeah, both of them were. This, yeah, it's before Back to the Future. I was like, well, I'll be dipped. <laughs> they made a movie about a whorehouse full of vampires. I'm like, that's fucking cool, actually. So, Bordello Blood. This one stars Dennis Miller. Is what, Rafe Gutman? Gutman? I don't know. He's got a garbage name. Very garbage name. And uh, he's a private investigator hired by Catherine Verdure. Erica, I can't remember her name. Aleniak? Aleniac, she, she was Shawnee on Baywatch. Yeah, when when we were watching it, Katie was like, "I know that face. I know it from somewhere else." Like, I know her. No, I was like, "I know her from Baywatch," but I couldn't couldn't think of the fucking her name, her character name, because for whatever reason, the name Shawnee will not stick in my head. Yeah, that's it. I don't know. <laughs> and so uh, Catherine's looking for her brother that disappeared a few days ago. Caleb, played by Corey Feldman, the yeah. The, the gravelly voiced Feldman. Corey. Corey. He was the voice of uh, Donatello in the Ninja Turtles movie. In the first one. Alright. I like how you shook your shoulder. That was like the coolest thing he did. Uh, he was mouth in the Goonies. How dare you. Yeah, he was cool, I guess. Bitch, you love the Goonies. <laughs> love Get it. out of I here. Love <laughs> <laughs> I love the fucking Goonies. Okay, so um, his investigation leads him to a bordello. A fancy whorehouse. Is, is Katie asked me, she's like, what's a bordello? I was like, Thanks for telling everyone I suck at English. <laughs> no, just bordello's a fancy word because usually it's like a whorehouse. Like, yeah. Isn't there a musical called like a the brothel? The Lilith's Whorehouse in. Yeah, the Lilith's Whorehouse in Texas. Yeah, there's like, it uses a whorehouse or 
don't know. Ooh, that place. A brothel. Brothel, yeah. But Bordello is just a fancier name for a place where people get That's full. a French-ass name, Bordello. Right? <laughs> That's probably Italian, actually. So, uh, so yeah, th- this story's good. So, before we get deeper into the story and stuff, uh, I like this one. Uh, I remember watching this as a wee little child, seeing a whole lot of boobies. There are a lot of boobs in this. It's it's an odd number, because that one chick had three. Yep. Well, she had three nipples. <laughs> three nipples, yeah. Two boobs, three nipples. Yeah, so there were odd Even number of nipples. Even number of boobs, odd, odd number of nipples. <laughs> uh, but no, this one was really cool. I always love a good vampire story. Um, I don't need vampires being good and stuff. Though, Forever Night, it's one of my favorite shows. Uh, he was a vampire. He worked the night shift. He was a cop. So he solved crimes. And... Eight a, people, cool. Yeah, eight bad guys. All right. <laughs> yeah, Forever Night. Props to anybody that knows that fucking show, because that show, I don't know how many seasons it went, but I was like watching half it. Half of one, probably. <laughs> six episodes and it <laughs> yeah, ended. It was like... Kidney was like, this is fucking great. You're just watching reruns, the same six episodes, but you don't know, because you're a kid. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Forever Night's awesome. So, uh, this movie's pretty... It's pretty good. I like Demon Knight a little bit more. Katie I like seems Bordello to, of Blood yeah. a little bit more. Uh, so it was good. It, we we both got what we wanted from these movies. Well, it's weird because I I think that Demon Knight is better for a sequel. Um, it has it's better prepped for a sequel. They both are open ended. Oh yeah. They both end open ended, but I think Demon Knight would be a better sequel to make than a sequel to Bordello of Blood. Oh, for sure. Like, vampires only get so far, but demons, like, you know, no one's really seen those type of demons and stuff, that whole situation before, like, as much. So, I think it'd be pretty good. So, um, yeah, honestly, I would give both of these movies a shot. If you have the time, because they're both, like, hour and a half. You're not wasting more than four hours with this. I would sit and watch it. We did. You know, it ain't that Three bad. Three seasons. Three seasons of Forever Night? Yeah. Hell Yeah. 22 episodes apiece. Hell yeah, well, I 22, watched... 22, 26, 22. I watched the ever-living shit out of Forever Night. You should check it out. It's good. 70 episodes. It's probably That's not. A lot. That, it's probably not that good. <laughs> Kid me loved it. Who was that? What's that main guy's name? Detective Nicholas... Knight. Knight. I think it's Nicholas Knight. <laughs> oh, man. Nick I'm sorry. Knight? Like Nick at Night? Jesus Christ. Well, Forever Night, because Knight's with a K, right? Yes, but still, Nick I'm, Knight, come on. I'm sorry, guys. I'm fan fangirling over Forever Night. I love that fucking show. So, anywho, um, this movie, it was kind of, it had a lot of problems because Dennis Miller is kind of a piece of shit. Um, so, he was working on the Dennis Miller show when this came out. And so, Dennis Miller would ask just about every day, hey, can I get my scenes done so I can leave? And even He's if they like weren't the main actor in this fucking film, so yeah. So um, a lot what of scenes do. they would force the spots to get them in, even with people weren't there that he's talking to in the scenes. And so they would have people do stand-ins, and so you see the back of someone's head while he's talking to him. And then Dennis Miller, being a comedian, would just riff jokes off, wouldn't even read off the script, and so. The actors and actresses later on, after learning their normal script, were told that, oh, Dennis, like, did a joke right here, and so it's different. And they're like, well, fuck, what did, what did he say? He's like, oh, we gotta go back through the tape and figure out what joke he said so you can react to it. He's like, what the fuck? And so some of the jokes kind of fall flat because the other person's just like, I'm not going back and waiting. Like, I'm just gonna say the normal line against what he said. 
uh, Dennis Miller was a mess, apparently. Uh, everybody was mad working with him. Uh, apparently, Corey Feldman really wanted to fight him because he was a piece of shit to everybody on set. So, uh, he's funny. Well, Corey Feldman kind of wants to fight everybody all the time. Yeah, you're right. So. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he's awesome in this movie, and what they scraped together of Dennis Miller was pretty good. Yeah, if you hadn't told me that that was the case, like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have guessed that from watching. They that one did time. great. They did a good job. The editing team crushed it. If that was really the case, and everybody fucking hated him, and he was just like, "Bye, it's past my time yeah. to be here." Like they <laughs> scraped together a lot of good shit to put into this movie. Right? He's like, "It's one thirty. I need to hit the deuces. <laughs> Let me get my lines out of the way." Uh, yeah, it apparently was an absolute mess. So this movie, like like we were saying, uh, private investigator trying to find uh this chick's brother and then ends up in a bordello full of vampires it's actually pretty to the point he goes to the house a couple of times and it's a mortuary that's their their um, cover their cover so dead bodies will leave no human people go in get just drained and just eaten eviscerated and then they have a funeral quotation mark for whoever actually died yeah and then like they put the right like in the town yeah and then they put body parts in the casket extra body parts yeah they put the body parts of the whoever the vampires ate in yeah the and then they dump it in the graves which you're pretty smart yes <laughs> honestly and so um dennis miller he finally realizes kind of towards the actually midway he, he's like hey i'm gonna go out on a limb and say some really really fucking weird shit right now but I think we're dealing with vampires, and, you know, Catherine's like, you're out of your mind. He's like, no, really think about this. I think we're dealing with vampires. And then Lilith, um, I didn't even tell you about the first, like, ten minutes of the movie. That's the best part. Yeah, right? Uh, I can't remember the little guy's name. What's that dude's name? Vincent. Uh, so there's a group of treasure hunters uh, led by Vincent. They, they're in this, like, tropical forest, and they find this coffin, and so Vincent tells him it's the mother of all vampires. And he's like, this key controls her. It's the same key from Demon Knight. I mm-hmm. guess they didn't want to spend money on same, a new... Well, it was the... They wanted to use the same prop. Yeah. In all three movies. Yeah. They only did two, but... Uh, and so they open up the coffin. And he he, he has her heart in a, a box that has... It's sectioned off in four pieces. And so he's like, you know, if you open up all the walls and the heart comes together... Give her the heart, and she'll come back. And then you can control her with the key. And so all the people that are with Vincent get eaten, and the tongue like rips through their bodies. Yep. And she comes back normal, and he's like, ha, 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 let's go do damage. Yes, and then he controls her all the way to the bordello of blood. And so that's their situation. So Vincent is using Lilith to make a horde of sexy vampire ladies. To lure in bad people so they get eaten and then they can sell off their money and all the things they had on them and he can give that money back to the church as charity. The problem is it's not even Vincent that's running everything though. Yeah. It's- it doesn't make, like there's a, there's a shift in um, who's in charge of Lilith that doesn't really make any sense and it's honestly the only plot hole. Um, that bugged the fuck out of me during this film. Um, 
So Vincent's the one who holds the key when they go into the cave and, like, put her back together, essentially. And he brings her to the town that they live in, or whatever, where the bordello is. And then, like, you know, halfway through the film, you find out that it's not Vincent that's controlling Lilith. It's actually JC, who's the leader of the church. Which, like, that's problematic as fuck. Reverend JC, like, Jesus Christ, get out of here. JC current. Uh, yeah, Jesus Christ current. He fucking plays the guitar and does all sorts of dumb shit to his mega church. But he's, like, in charge of the vampires. He has the key. For whatever reason, Vincent gave him the key. And he's forcing Lilith and getting Vincent to help to get all these sinners, quote unquote, into the bordello to kill them. Basically, like he's cleansing the world of sinners using the vampires that he controls. But how the fuck did he get this key? Like, yeah, what in the world would why would Vincent give up the key? Is what is the part of the plot that doesn't make any the, sense to me? The only thing I can get from it is he was a follower of the church like Catherine was. And he just was like, well, you deserve the key more than me. That's dumb. Yeah, hey, I'm <laughs> I'm just scraping what I can from the story. That's yeah. the only thing I can think yeah, it of. Just, it was like the biggest plot hole that didn't make any sense. And it it honestly doesn't affect most of the film. Not like, at all. You don't, you don't really notice it. But when it was all done, I was like, huh, why? Why, why would he have given the key to him? That's that's dumb. I guess they needed him to have like a, like a face turn because he was like in cahoots. But then later he's like, oh, man, I fucked up. I shouldn't have did that. And then, you know, he tried to help at the end. Oh, JC? Yeah, so I guess they need to give him some type of face turn because he was involved with it. I don't know. Mega church pastor's pretty much, like, evil already. Like, you didn't need to be running vampires to be... That's weird. So, um, after JC realizes that this vampire... Oh, the key gets destroyed, so there's no really way to control Lilith anymore. So she can do whatever the fuck she wants. Um, JC realizes like he needs to end this and so he teams up with Rafe and they roll into the brothel with super soakers filled with holy water uh, accompanied by the song Ballroom Blitz Yeah, and it's probably one of the coolest scenes in this movie they never get to the best part of the song yeah I know they, they probably they would it scrap was weird, for time weird cuts yeah, they were cutting kind of. They were cutting kind of hard in it. Cut choices. Uh, I love when vampires, when they get hit with whatever hurts them, and they just explode instead of like melting. Yeah. Uh, I I think it's awesome. In like uh, from Dust Till Dawn, this movie reminded me of From Dust Till Dawn a lot. That's literally one of my synopses. Okay. Yeah. It has Dust Till Dawn in it. <laughs> I I thought it was really cool that they just fucking explode when enough holy water touches them. It's like, well, his body's useless. <laughs> I'm just I'm gone, and they just explode. And so J C gets murdered by Lilith because he goes down to the basement because he's like, we need to find Lilith and kill her. And Catherine got kidnapped earlier. So he's like, hey, I found Catherine. Lo and behold, that's Lilith just hiding her face. And he's like, hey, I look like Catherine. I'm going to kill you now. And so JC's down and he's like, I'm sorry for doing what I did. Like, you should go back to the church and broadcast this so everyone knows that vampires are real and shit. And so Rafe and Catherine go back to the church Lilith pops up and she's like, I'm killing the shit out of you two. And so they use the, the mega church has this laser that shoots out a cross that, he, uh, that it, mm-hmm. it was part of some like giant skit play thing they were going to oh, do yeah. where this devil comes up out of the, out of the floor 
and tries to attack JC while he's like preaching and then they use the like Jesus laser to shoot the devil down. <laughs> it, was, it was a whole like <laughs> fucking mess, man. And so they use Dennis Rafe, Dennis Miller. Uh, Dennis Miller uh, is handcuffed because she's going to save him because apparently his blood is really, really good. And she's like, I'm going to drain you. It's very rare. Probably yeah. AB positive. Yes. Yeah, so she's like, I'm going to save this shit out of you because that blood is good. And so Catherine's getting her ass beat on the stage. And so Rafe aims the laser at her chest and lasers the fuck out of Lilith. And Lilith's like, out at her a lot and my heart's separate. But you got to take it out of my body, so I'm going to kill you now. You're not worth it. And so... Catherine runs up with a trident from the devil. The devil had a trident in his hand, the, the prop one, and stabs the pieces of the heart out. And so Lilith dies. She melts on the ground. Hooray, everything's fine. Yay! So they get a rabbi to consecrate the dust and bones of Lilith, so she's not coming back for shit. And so Rafe and Catherine are in the car, and he's like, well, what do you want to do now? And she's like, let's make out. And he's like, cool. And so he's like, Man, that smell, like, what perfume are you wearing? And she's like, oh, it's sunblock. As he's, like, filling with her, like, short skirt and lifts her skirt up, she actually got bit by Lilith at some point. In the legs. On her inner thigh. And he sees the bites. His eyes get big. And she bites him. And that's the end of the story. So Rafe didn't get away from the vampires. And the vampires still lived. Yep. So Catherine's the new queen of vampires with her boyfriend Rafe. Actually, he's probably gonna get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry, Rafe. You 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 didn't make it. it doesn't bud. seem like they give a shit about male vampires at all in this. Not at all. They usually use just the dragon more males so they can eat more dudes. Yeah. Honestly, like that one annoying guy we'll talk about later. So uh, this movie's great. I I loved it. I like I said, I love vampire movies. They always make me smile. Especially vampire movies that are just like, I'm evil, bleh, and they, you know, you just gotta kill bleh, them. Bleh, bleh. And they explode real I do easy. Not sound like that. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's do um, seven word synopsis. If any, anything you got. Okay, so I have three seven word synopsis, but only for Bordillo Blood, because I couldn't think of anything to say <laughs> about the other film. Okay, so what Queen of the Damned should have been. <laughs> so if you've been following along on our uh, vampire month a few months ago <laughs> you will know that we watched the quote-unquote Aaliyah movie called queen of the damned and that you movie say, has quote, me heated unquote. and it's fucking trash and this honestly this movie was better and like this is <laughs> This is a Tales from the Crypt movie, and it was better than Queen of the Dam. This is what Queen of the Dam should have been, honestly. Mm-hmm. The t- story of the, the, the queen, <laughs> the queen vampire, coming up, fucking running a whorehouse where they just fucking eat people. Like that's that's the movie I Shoot, needed. I'm in. See Aaliyah wiggling more. I'm in. Yeah, rather than the three minutes she was in that movie. Yeah, fucking garbage. Jesus. Shoot, okay. I'm in. Um, second one is church works with vampires to kill sinners. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what the whole story is. <laughs> and then my third one is from dusk till dawn with squirt guns. Goddamn right. I like how you put squirt guns because the one kid had like what? 
holy water condoms. He's like punching them at, at the the vampires in it. Uh, he was throwing them. He's like, eh. which one? Uh, the sun. Oh, oh yeah, in from dusk till dawn. Yeah. yeah, he had the condom full of like holy water. Yeah, with squirt guns. And he smashed his like Harvey Keitel's face, and he's like half a head. Yeah. Uh, so mine is um. So I love these movies, but I went with the thing that annoyed me the most in this movie. Um, uh, I went with. The best damn sex guy was very annoying. So there's a dude. uh, I guess it's a familiar in like vampire terms. Uh, The familiar, he drags in more dudes and he tells them like, you you guys want sex. And he's just like chewing on like raw meat. And he sounded so annoying. It was was a mess. And so that dude was very annoying. So that's my... Seven words on him. Oh, we didn't do favorite and least favorite. Oh, I've got one for Demon Knight. Ooh, what, you got? what you got? Okay. Uh, Demon Knight deserves a sequel with Jada. Mm-hmm. There it is. That was my Amen. about Demon Knight. Amen. Praise him. Uh, do you have a favorite character out of these two movies? Um, I don't know. It's tr- it's tricky because. I love okay. I'd say Jada Pinkett in the first movie, and Dennis Miller in the second film. Honestly, even, even though he was an asshole to work with, I guess. But I liked his character, and he was the only one who was like, "Yeah, let's fucking solve this problem." Yeah, and didn't just like go back to living his normal life, <laughs> even though people were missing, and like. <laughs> I don't know. He was the only one who seemed to give a shit. Yeah. So changing out Jada for just Breaker, I liked him a lot. Uh, He was very no nonsense. He's like, hey, man, don't let that dude in. I'm locking this off. If he comes in, this is going to be some shit in this place. Don't let him in. You know, he didn't have time to explain shit. He could have been like, hey, I'm from World War One. That's a fucking demon. If he gets his key, hell on earth. Don't let him in. He's like, don't let him in. I don't got time to talk right now. I got to block shit off. Uh, I thought he was really cool. And, yeah, Rafe. Rafe was fucking awesome. Yeah. If I didn't know Dennis Miller was a piece of shit, like, I'd have been like, man, he's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, you got any least favorite people? <laughs> uh, as is pretty much in all of his films, my least favorite character in Demon Knight was uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah. Because he plays that character who's like, uh, hey, guys, like, let's not believe this guy. Let's throw him out and let's save ourselves. And those are the worst kind of people. They're like super mega assholes and they don't give a fuck about anybody else but themselves. And I hate that. Yeah. So he was my least favorite in Demon Knight. Um, in Bordello of Blood, probably the sheriff slash. Oh, he was eating uh, that the fucking soup, just like pouring it on pouring himself. himself. Yeah. <laughs> the sheriff um, slash the mortician. Oh, that's... Um, the guy, he, I don't know if he was, like, a familiar with the vampires I don't think he was or a what vampire. his deal was, but he, like, ran the mortuary and... Jenkins. Jenkins. That guy was a fucking mess, so... I, I don't like think he was a vampire because he was out in the daytime. I think he was just there... Yeah, but to... they all were, and they just wore sunscreen. True. That's actually very true. So, I don't know what he was or, like, if he was a vampire or not, but I didn't like his character. Like, he was creepy and weird. Like, I'd definitely stay away from him. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Um, 
usually bad guys, like you guys know, like a good villain, a foil to the good guy. It's great. I love that character. Well, yeah, that's why neither one of us said Billy Zane. Oh, Billy Zane's fucking amazing. He was great. Uh, Half but, the reviews on IMDb are like, he deserves an Oscar yeah. <laughs> for this movie. <laughs> but in there's always this one bad guy that turns everybody against the hero. The good guy, yeah. And it's kind of fault of the hero because they don't want to explain everything because they don't have time to do it because it's a lot of effort. And then when I tell you that, oh... I'm immortal. You're going to be like, like, well, what does that mean? Like, it's more work. It's like all the guys, like most of the inmates in The Dark Knight. When the Joker forces them, like, to choose. Um, I mean, and half the regular citizens, they're like, you either blow up the other boat or you get to, or they're going to blow you up. And basically, you want, everyone wants... Like, you want Debo in that situation. He yeah. was like, I'm not killing anybody. Fuck this. And he throws it out the window. And basically, he says, bring it on, bitches. Like, I'll fight all of you for this. And, but Thomas Hayden Church's character is literally all the rest of the inmates and all the civilians on the other boat that were like, no, fuck those guys. They're criminals. Kill them. Or, fuck those people. Let's live. Kill them. So. Yeah. And then uh, Bordello Blood, I'm going to go with that guy that was just talking about sex. He just sounded really annoying. Oh, yeah, he was annoying. <laughs> I, I didn't like his character, but he had such little screen time. Yeah. I, like, forgot that he existed until you were like, oh, my God, that guy. Yeah, he was awful, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so with Bordello of Blood, what do you think the budget for that movie was? Uh, there was like a lot of CGI fires and explosions. Yeah, vampire fires. Vampire explosion things. So I'm going to go with $5 million. 2.5. Yeah. That was way off. Uh, way they, off. Way too much. Okay. Yeah, they kept pretty cheap with this movie. So what do you think it made box office? $12 million. You're so cute. Uh, 5.6. Uh, oh, it only made double? Damn. Yeah, so uh, this film, it got a lot of general like negative reviews from critics and fans of the series, but it gained That's like a fan base later on. It's a, it's a cult classic at this point. Yeah. Tons of people love it, uh, but when it came out, it didn't like have the same oomph as like Demon Knight, I guess. It's really interesting to me that people didn't like this film, because in this same year fucking From Dusk Till Dawn came out. Yeah. It was essentially the same story, just starring George Clooney. Yeah. Like, his profession had changed. Like, it, he wasn't a private investigator. It's it's, it's funny like, that they don't like this one, because Tales from the Crypt, every episode was different. There was no, like, overarching theme, and so it's yeah. like, you watched an episode, and it's like, oh, that was a good episode. I'm never going to hear anything else about these characters ever again. Yeah. Move on to the next story. And you would think they would be like, yeah. But, I don't know, apparently people wanted more of Demon Knight, and it just, I don't know. I mean, I did want, I do want more Demon Knight. I'd still take more Demon Knight. Jada Pinkett looks pretty much the same, you know, 30 years later. Like, give me that movie. Yeah. And none of the rest of the cast has to be in it, because it's been 30 years. Like, she's the one who holds the key. The end. Yeah. So, this one, I mean, it made its money, but probably not as much as they thought it was going to make. They're probably thinking it was probably going to be around 20, like the other one. Uh, but no, it you know it did all right, but they didn't make a third one. So 
This their trilogy. There were other Tales from the Crypt movies. Yes, but I don't think any of the other ones came out like theatrical. They probably made for TV or made for cable. But I don't think the other ones came out like in the theaters, unfortunately. No. But no, it, it it's a good it's for a double feature, that three hour double feature, it's pretty dang good. I, I like these two movies. Yeah, I would have watched this uh, put together like Planet Terror and... Uh, Grand ha- Grindhouse. Oh, uh, Planet Terror and uh, Death Proof, yeah. Death Proof. Like, I would have watched that. I would have watched these two movies set up the same way. If they had put in like a weird thing with a Crypt Keeper in the middle. And, oh my god, and, like, that'd the, be so cool. Like, the um, the blood key, like, going to the Crypt Keeper and then the Crypt Keeper, like, oh, passing, passing off to Vincent or whatever, like connecting the two movies in the middle like i i would have sat through those three and a half hours that'd be fucking sure. cool yeah that'd be really cool okay uh do you have anything else for this double feature tales from the crypt um i don't think so give them a shot um if you liked the show tales from the crypt you should definitely check them out if even if you didn't like the show tales from the crypt these are pretty good movies they are kind of campy because it was the mid 90s and horror has come a long way. Oh, 100%. But they're good movies. Like, if you go with them, go in with them with the eyes of, like, it being the mid-90s, you'll like them. Just don't expect, you know, like, Halloween 2019 in here. Because it it's not that. Oh, yeah. But it they're good movies. Okay. So, um, if you have any more fun facts about Tales from the Crypt, uh, you can tweet us at... Allentown Pod. We have an email, it is... Uh, AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at... AllentownPresents. So, um, thank you, Katie, for being here. Uh, hey, man, year two. I'm, I'm going to be pumped every episode when we're ending. I'm going to thank every goddamn person. Uh, thank you so much, Katie, like I said before. <laughs> um, we have art out there. So every episode, you'll see a picture of our... Uh, the dude that helped me almost as much as Katie did to get this podcast going, you'll see a salty picture of Terrell up in his uh one of the last costumes he did. He loved Halloween. This is his Christmas. And so uh, all these episodes will have a picture of him dressed as the Mort- Morton Salt Girl. Uh, so if you see all of those, uh, a group called, and I'm going to destroy this name, uh, Fitas, F-I-T-A-S, studio. Uh, thank you guys so much. They're on uh, Instagram at. They have really cool artwork. Uh, some of the coolest stuff. I talked to them. I was like, hey, I need a picture for uh, my little podcast collection. And it, less than a week. And they got this out. Uh, but thank you, everybody that's helped out with this. Uh, it's year two, guys. Uh, a lot of cool things are coming up and coming out soon. So, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow with another episode. Okay, bye, guys.